You're listening to Understanding Disordered Eating. I'm your host, Rachel Heinemann, licensed mental health counselor. Each week, we explore the deeper meaning of our relationship with food and our body. I interview experts in the field of eating disorders and psychoanalysis to bring you the answers about why you do the things you do and bring you one step closer to a healthier relationship with food and yourself. All right, let's get started. Hey, hey, this is episode 40 of the podcast. Welcome back. I'm so excited that you're here. So excited to be doing episode 40. I cannot believe we're all the way here. And I so appreciate your support and your listening in. Just as a quick reminder to bring this conversation a little bit more two ways, join my mailing list. My weekly newsletter goes out on Thursday. And over there, you'll have the opportunity to respond right back to me and we can continue this conversation in your inbox. All right, let's jump right in to me, myself, and I. Hey guys, today it is just me. And we're talking about what to do after you've binged. Now, binging and our entire relationship with food is part of a larger emotional issue. So it's all connected to our entire emotional experience. And in an ideal world, understanding the connection between our emotions and our food behaviors would be incredible. So, oh, I was feeling this and therefore had the urge to binge. Now I can look for something that would better get my needs met, if you will. And Right now, or in each moment when someone binges, it's not necessarily the thing that you can identify, especially if we're in this moment of tremendous guilt. But just for the beginning part of this conversation, I would love if we can zoom out and look at what might be in the long term in the cards for us. So if you think about a binge and you think about all the emotions associated with binging, what stands out most to me is the guilt after. I'm sure you can relate with that. That the guilt has to be associated with something else because potentially it feels a little bit safer to feel it in connection with the binge. So say, for example, something happened earlier that day, earlier that week, or just in general in your life, it might feel safer to feel whatever the feeling is associated with the behavior. So trying to connect pieces with what else is going on and the feelings that we know we have after a binge is going to be really, really important. The same goes for before the binge. If you have the urge to binge and you're really hungry for something, trying to think about what am I hungry for? You know, this is all stuff that, let's be honest, happens way later. And with so much more awareness and help, and emotional vocabulary. So for the most part, we're not thinking about that in the moment at all. So the question is, what do we do in the meantime before we can work through all of this emotional stuff with our therapist or internally? What do I do today? I just feel so gross. I just binged. It's physically uncomfortable. So let's jump into a few things that you can do. Is five a few? You know, I always get that. Like two's a couple, three's a few, four, is five several? I don't know. Either way, I still say a couple for five. So let's talk about some. 
One thing that's important is to get physically comfortable. Well, this is sort of the category of a few of them, but let's get physically comfortable because obviously the biggest deal right now is you're physically uncomfortable. So one of my favorite things to do is to change, change clothes. So if you're currently in your work clothes or whatever your work clothes are right now in your day pajamas, as we call them, then you can change them for something that's a lot looser around your waist, something maybe that doesn't have a waist at all, or don't wear clothes if that's going to be more comfortable for you. Get into something really comfy. That's one. The second thing is we'll think about what you're actually doing. Now, I'm sure your brain is running a million miles a minute. How much should I actually eat? What do I have to do tomorrow in order to work it off, in order to save up, in order to compensate or something? How can I just get rid of this? Now, one of the things that we want to do is distract you. Because in this moment, it's really, really uncomfortable to think about all these things. So let's think about some things that might distract you. It might be really helpful to do something with more sensory. So taking a hot shower or a bath or doing something that's physically soothing for you that'll also distract. So distraction is really important. And I'm a big proponent, proponent, yeah, that's the word, of distraction. So watching TV or reading a book, whatever that entails, getting on the phone, whatever you do to distract you. But something that's helpful for a lot of people is to do something that's physically soothing. So the shower or something like that. You might be one of those people that actually wants to do something distracting, specifically not physically soothing because you don't want to draw attention to your body. So like not going for a massage slash who's going for a massage after a binge anyways. So the idea is distraction. Number two is distraction. The third one is drink water or even do a light stretch. Now, I'm not by any means enforcing to go move after a binge for compensatory reasons, because I think that just perpetuates this idea that you have to get rid of it. It reinforces the anxiety. That is not what we're aiming for. But again, if you're physically feeling really, really uncomfortable and you could do some light yoga stretches, something like, what is that one called? where you're like, oh, the child's pose, if that's helpful, or a downward dog, something that might be very, very light, not like a whole yoga situation, but something pretty light that could be helpful for some people or even a meditation, just like sitting on your yoga mat, if you'd like, and drinking water. Drinking water is going to be really important. So grab your water bottle and drink. And again, for those of you who do the water load thing, this is probably not for you. The fourth thing is to journal. Not every single tip here is going to relate to you. You're not going to resonate with every single one. So take what you will and discard the rest. Journaling, I have found to be so, so helpful to a lot of my clients because it helps get a lot of the thoughts out of your head and onto paper. And that's exactly what we want to do. So again, we're talking about the running train of thought in your mind that's going a mile a minute and you know exactly what I'm talking about and it is highly distressing. So if in any capacity we can get this out of your brain and onto the paper, it can be so relieving. And I'm not saying that it's going to completely get rid of it. It's just going to relieve the brain pressure, if you will, 
a little bit. It also might help with the thing that I was talking about at the beginning about binging being part of a larger emotional picture that it might actually draw some connections for you. So what am I feeling? What was going on before? What was this doing for me? I felt really numb during the binge or I felt really present during the binge and I was enjoying it until I wasn't. You know, finding out what it actually is for you. Just because everybody says a binge is numbing doesn't mean that that's what it is for you. So journaling is a really wonderful opportunity for you to get your thoughts out and then potentially to get some more information about you and your internal experience. The fifth tip is continuing to eat as normal. And this is probably the one that you're hating and rolling your eyes at the most because the last thing that you want is to eat. Now, I'm not saying you finished your binge and now eat your next meal, but let's just say, for example, it's at night and you're binging at night and you feel really uncomfortable. You want to go to sleep, whether you get to sleep or not. When you wake up the next morning, it is so important. And I cannot emphasize this enough. It is so important that you continue to eat your meals the next day as normal. So eating your breakfast, morning snack, lunch, whatever your normal eating looks like, that's what you continue to do. Because once you binge, binging is one part of the cycle. Binging then makes you want to do nothing more than not eat for as long as possible, which is (laughs) restriction. Who would have thought? Restriction then leads to binging because your body isn't getting enough energy. And so if we're going to Stop the cycle anywhere. This is going to be it. So it's going to be really, really difficult. And perhaps you can choose to eat foods that are a little bit easier to eat. You know, if you're at a point in your recovery where you can play around with some foods or work out with your dietitian, what could be a good option for you? Potentially something that might be nutritionally dense or, you know, a liquid something, but it has to be something. There is no option to skip the next meal or snack or several meals or snacks. And I do want to stop here for a second and say, I know that this is the hardest part of it. And this is sort of why the cycle continues and continues and continues is because even physically, who wants to eat after a binge? And some people binge to the extent that the next day they don't feel like eating for hours and hours and hours. And I totally understand that. And physically, it's not going to feel the best to eat your normal breakfast or to eat a version of a breakfast. But trust me on this, it is the best thing that you can do for yourself. Now, I do want to remind you, even after we wrap up our few tips here, that it's okay to eat past your fullness level. You don't always have to be a perfectly comfortable level of fullness after every meal or snack or interaction with food. You know, there are some times when you're going to be fuller than others and that is totally okay. Also, one day, one meal cannot possibly affect your body significantly. The discomfort will pass. It passes every single time. So allow yourself to feel uncomfortable. Obviously, it's terrible and no one wants to, 
but remind yourself that it's okay and it will pass because it is okay and it will pass. So just to recap, wear comfy clothes, distract yourself, do something soothing for yourself, drink water, do light stretch, journal, and continue eating as normal. You made it to the end. Thank you for listening. Every single one of your downloads means so much to me. If this conversation is leaving you wanting more, be sure to sign up for my newsletter. You'll have the opportunity to reply back directly to me over there. Can't wait to see you in your inbox.